94.7 Kumu Kokua, because Kumu cares. We are doing our Kumu Kokua interview today, bringing in one of Hawaii's leaders to talk about the issues that you care about and answer your questions. Uh, today, we're actually talking about a unique response to the COVID-19 crisis. This morning, we have Dr. Emily Brewer from the Aloha Free Clinic. She is the clinical director there. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. It's nice to be here. Absolutely. <laughs> Can you explain for our listeners what this clinic is, like how it came about and what it's doing? Yes, of course. Uh, So Dr. Green, the lieutenant governor, had an idea to help um, some of the people that had been affected by the crisis. And he got some very wealthy people together and generous donors and donated a bunch of money to try to cover the people that had lost their insurance. Um, I think his original thought was to help the the restaurant workers, the hotel workers, anyone in the tourism industry Mm -hmm. um, that had lost their insurance because with that additional unemployment that I'm sure they were so grateful to get, they no longer qualify for Quest. So mm-hmm. they are making too much money to qualify for Quest insurance, but maybe not making enough to purchase their own insurance. That's mm-hmm. ironic, huh? Like a exactly. yeah, gap group. Exactly, yeah. mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think Dr. Green, his initial idea was to try to help bridge the gap until everything opened back up and they could get back to work and get their insurance. So that's, um, he and Dr. Ireland came up with the plan and a few days later he went on the news and said it was happening and then decided <laughs> that he needed to get everybody together to do it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so where is it located? Mm-hmm. So we are located in Kalihi at the Kalihi Medical Building. We are right next to Pacific Eye Surgery Center, which I think everybody you know pretty much knows mm-hmm. in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, the address is 2055 North King Street, and we're Suite 101. What kinds of services uh, that you folks are offering there, and also what kind of response you've been getting? Oh, sure. So we have... Um, we're completely staffed with volunteer providers. We have pharmacists, social workers, somebody from the MedQuest division, uh, nurse practitioners, nurses, physicians that are all providing free care. So initially, so essentially what a patient would do is, is come in, they would have a free provider visit. We also have free lab draws from clinical labs and we are able to offer um, a formulary of about 45 free medications that were so generously Ooh. donated. Um, the biggest donor for the medications was Five Minute Pharma and I think originally we all thought that they might donate some medications but they gave us a list and said that they would donate them for the entirety of the 90 days so we've got free provider visits free labs free medications um, and really the social workers have been such an integral part of this because they help people understand if they qualify for quest and if they don't what other community resources are there so we might see a patient initially but then refer them out to the community health center which is really Really where they should be, which is where their follow-up would be, um, to just kind of you know place them in the community where they need it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, got it. Have you had a lot of response? Are there a lot of people coming? Yes, ma'am. I I originally thought we were going to have a line out the door, and it just it I, you know it just hasn't been that way. But the response that we've gotten has been. Um, I, I, I guess it would be, I guess, considered good. Josh always tells me that I need to I think about quality, not quantity. <laughs> so I'd say that we've probably seen, you know, 100 to maybe 130 patients since mm-hmm. we've been open on the first. But we've been able to spend 
really, you know, an hour, an hour and a half with those patients wow. really going through. That's a lot of time. Because sometimes they haven't seen a provider in 10 to 15 years. So, mm. you know, wow. they, they may have diabetes, they may have hypertension, they may have other things going on. We've been able to do a bunch of uh, wellness checks for women's health. And it's just really been amazing. The, the social workers then take the patient for another half hour, sometimes an hour to kind of plug them into those community resources. Mm. So it's been really amazing. Mm-hmm. 94.7 Kumu, we are here with uh, Dr. Emily Brewer. She's with the Aloha Free Clinic. We're talking with her on uh, Kumu Kokua. So Dr. Brewer, how did you get involved with this? Or did the Lieutenant Governor just call you and say, hey, Dr. Brewer, <laughs> you have um, you no happen with this thing? Um, I would love by the to way. say that that's exactly what happened. <laughs> but I um, had known of Dr. Green, obviously, but hadn't met him until the, the I got brought onto this project. Um, I was just like some of those restaurant and industry workers. I got laid off in April. Oh. I was working on a private um, pain practice with a physician, and our numbers were down, and our patient visits were lower. And you know, as an ancillary staff or, or a kind of a helping staff, it was just it made more sense for him to, to let me go and mm-hmm. until and to ride this out. So um, I'm actually an adjunct faculty at HPU also. So I reached out to them and said that I had been laid off and if they needed help transitioning any of those programs to online or if they needed help with any of the students over the summer I would be available and Dr. Green was originally partnering with HPU to try to help bring this project um, Mm. about and one of my colleagues mentioned my name and then then I met Dr. Green and he said, he started saying, well, I don't know, clinical director, what do you think we should do? So that's kind of how that happened. Wow, <laughs> yeah, that's he, awesome. He is persuasive. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, okay. So you're, you're back, I mean, you are a medical doctor and working with HPU and I mean, doing all that kind of stuff? I'm or a nurse what practitioner. Are you a nurse practitioner? Yes, okay. I have my doctorate degree, which I got from UH Hilo oh, okay. um, and my master's degree from HPU. Okay. So I was an alumni from HPU and then just kind of started reaching out to see if they needed help with their clinical students. Mm-hmm. And then last semester I taught women's health. So, you know, being involved in the university system is always great because I love to, you know, help with the students, but also they have so many resources and mm-hmm. so much that you can do in the community. So wow. it's been nice. And you're, mm. you're born and raised here? No, I'm from Texas. I've oh, been okay. in Hawaii for about 15 years. Oh, okay. wow. All oh, right. Well, we're oh, glad. Come on, come on, Ari. You know when you go to the party, you bring some poke, so it's fine. That's Don't so worry about true. It. That's yeah, so yeah, true. Yeah, it's totally fine. Absolutely. Now, when people, if they if they feel that they need, uh, they would like to partake of the free medical care at Aloha Free Clinic, is there, um, do they have to prove need? Like, is there a requirement? What kind of, what what's the procedure as they come in? No, not at all. We actually are taking anybody that walks through the door. Some people actually have insurance and didn't realize it. Um, there was a really confusing letter that went out to all quest people saying at the end of march they were being unenrolled but what the letter also said was that they were being re-enrolled the next day but it became really confusing for some of the patients and so they actually have quest and didn't realize it and and because we have the social workers and the med quest division in there we've been able to kind of filter through that Mm -hmm. that's confusing for me why would they send you know, so, I don't know. You know, I have. It's just one of those government <laughs> things. You just don't explain, I, and you just go well. I, you know, I've read the letter myself, and I, 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 I like to think that I'm, you know, smart in some ways. <laughs> and I thought, well, I don't understand what this says at all. Oh, so okay. I can understand how it would be confusing for somebody not in the medical community, not mm-hmm. understanding what was happening, and then of course, COVID happened, and there wasn't a phone number that they could call mm-hmm. or anyone that they could get in touch with. Um, so that part has been really nice. Mm-hmm. And you know, some people just maybe. 
they have insurance, but related to all of this crisis, they can't afford the copayment to see their primary care. Or separate from that, they can't afford the copayment for the medications. Mm. So even if they have insurance, we're seeing them, we're giving them 90 days of medications, hopefully placing them somewhere in the community, or just sending the note to their primary care saying, we saw this patient, we gave them 90 days of medications, now hopefully in the next 90 days, they'll be able to come back and see you. Uh, Dr. Burr, I, I just want to make sure uh, we sort of explain the process for them. Yes, because when please. they go, when you go to a clinic, I think people assume that it's something where you go in and then you just stay there and they take care of all your stuff and you know you come back and see them a whole bunch of times and that's actually not what the clinic is set up for is that correct not really so they do so we prefer appointments just because of the whole covid thing so we've we've got a phone number and an email and a website where you can contact us but if the patient comes in for an appointment they see um, the medical provider and then from there we we give them to the pharmacy to dispense the medications or we take them to the social worker if we're looking for community resources if we've ordered labs and it's something that we want to see them personally to follow up with we schedule a follow-up appointment if it's just something that we're going to call them and tell them what their a1c is and we aren't going to change anything then we'll just have the the next volunteer provider or the the provider that day or myself call (laughs) the patient and let them know this is what the lab showed i'm happy to send them to if you want Um, and then if you've got your 90 days of medications we don't necessarily need to see you again unless there's a new problem unless something arises that they need help with okay okay got it (laughs) <laughs> We're here with uh, Dr. Emily Brewer. She's with the Aloha Free Clinic. Yes, absolutely. Um, Dr. Brewer, I did have a question about um, the patients that you are seeing come through. Um, what are kind of like the most common ailments that you are seeing coming in and whether um, you've seen any COVID-19 cases? So we, we're trying desperately not to see any COVID-19. We've sort of guaranteed all of our volunteer providers that that isn't something that we are going to actively try to participate with. Mm. There is fortunately an urgent care across the street that is doing COVID testing. So we do some of the screening over email or on the telephone or at the door if, the, if it's a walk-in and just try to determine have they been sick? Do they have fever? Have they recently traveled? Those kinds of questions. And if they um, have said no to all of those things, we see them in the clinic. And I would say the majority of the people that we've seen are chronic disease management, diabetes, hypertension, gout, acid reflux. Um, we have seen a lot of people that you know, had this chronic disease and they were diagnosed several years ago, but then never really followed up about it. So they really need lab tests. They need to know what their blood glucose is. They need to know what their A1C is, those kinds of things. Yeah, because mm. uh, I know diabetes, at least in Hawaii, is is rampant. Really it's everywhere. I, yes. I have diabetes, actually. Yes. So, um, yeah, we know how insidious a disease it is because people go, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And then you're really And then not. you're really not. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that and hypertension can sometimes be silent until they're not, yeah. um, until they're really problematic. So it's important for people to understand what those lab numbers are and to understand how the diet and exercise affects that. So we've didn't been doing some patient counseling in the clinic as well. So we hope that that is kind of spreading the word. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I think the uh, it seems like the whole awareness of the the disease that you have uh, is kind of like it's been with COVID. People kind of do the whole la 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 la. If, <laughs> right. if I pretend like it doesn't, yeah, if I close my eyes and I close my ears, it doesn't really exist. And you go, no. I mean, I, I've uh, I've told Esme about it before and, and our listeners. You know, I've gone to see uh, clinics and done stuff like that or go to see my doctor and they, they explain stuff so you can sit there. But I, I went to um, 
uh, at Kahi Health, and I was talking mm-hmm. to the woman who's doing mm-hmm. the pharmacy stuff, and she goes, do you have any questions about your medications? I'm like, no, I, I know what they do. This one does this, glimepiride does this, uh, you know, um, uh, oh gosh, metformin does this, all those kind of things. And she went, wow, you actually know stuff about your drugs. I said, yeah, you're putting it in your body. You really should know mm-hmm. about these things. And it's, a, it's, it's a fascinating for me how many people really don't know. So when you go to the clinic, don't worry. They're going to help you. They're going to teach you about mm-hmm. these things. But but try to remember the stuff that they teach exactly. you. Exactly. Right? Yeah, that's actually, that's a very good point. We have those volunteer pharmacists, and that's been a really amazing part as well. Because as providers, we understand what the medications do, but sometimes we don't understand the interaction mm. or really, you know, we have, you know, this is a common side effect or this is a common symptom. And the pharmacist has really been able to explain to the patient, okay, so they told you this, and this is what's going to, you know, this is how this is going to work and this is how it works in your body to try to help you so that's Mm -hmm. been amazing and i also think when somebody has diabetes for example and it's something that they're going to have to change their lifestyle they've they push back a lot on it and so even if they have somebody tell them over and over again you really need to cut down on your sugars well they don't understand that maybe they think they're eating healthy when they juice and drink, you know, juice every day. Yeah, but no, that's, that's that's not the thing. That's not good. So it's you know mainlining sugar actually. But yeah. Sometimes yeah. you have to reiterate with the patients over mm. and over again how important these things are that they're you know, the medications, the diet, the lifestyle interventions, how important that is. And sometimes it takes 10 to 15 times for them to really understand it and let mm-hmm. it sink in because they have to be open to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay. 94.7 Kumu talking with uh, Dr. Emily Brewer from Aloha Free Clinic. She's a clinical director there. I had a question about what's been the patient's like personal reactions. Do you have stories about about your patients? Because they're, they're getting much needed help for free during this pandemic. We have thousands of people in Hawaii who are without work and not getting an income. And also there are people who are, um, you know, who have suffered with chronic conditions and maybe not have had, you know, medical care up to this point or for a long time. So you have any stories about those patients? Yes, I do. They've just been so appreciative. It's overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Um, Really, they, you know, tears and thank you. And last week we had a gentleman who was laid off from a restaurant and who was on unemployment and we ended up seeing him a couple times, getting labs, kind of teaching him about his diagnosis and he went and bought everybody in the office Starbucks gift cards wow. and came back and gave them to him as I and I said no we're supposed to help you and he said <laughs> I have some I want to give back in some some way I just am so appreciative of the time awesome. that you guys spend and you know we, we had a couple different patients that we've had to send to the emergency room um, both kind of related to heart failure and one of the one of the women was admitted and we heard back from her family a couple days later and they said that you know when we got to the ER they said if they had waited another 24 to 48 hours she may not have made it so that family came and brought us fruit and you know people just are you know so appreciative they send back an email thank you so much for seeing me they call us and let us know i i got my medications that you that you ordered for <laughs> no. me at walgreens and it was only four dollars and thank you so much so mm. you know this community is so amazing and not just the patients but the volunteers it's i had you know the first day whenever josh told me to start checking those he said emily you need to start checking those emails and i looked <laughs> and there were 200 of them oh and they were all volunteers oh wow i, I want to volunteer what can i do what do you need there were, you know, sweet, sweet people. An elderly woman said, I I don't need medical care, but I have a stimulus check I'd like to donate. <gasps> 
oh because I have some and, you know, some people don't have any. Yeah. And it was just, it's, it was overwhelming at first when I started mm. reading those emails. So many people in the community just want to help. It was amazing. Mm. That wow. is really, really nice. We're talking with Dr. Emily Brewer from Aloha Free Clinic. That brings me actually to a question about how people can support moving forward. Because you got, now you guys are only open till the end of August. Is that correct? That's correct. It is a pop-up clinic. Um, do you guys need more help? Volunteers, funding? And, and if so, how can people help you guys? So we have a um, na- the National Kidney Foundation, the Hawaii organization, the local chapter of that, is helping us kind of filter the nonprofit you know, for the donations. Mm -hmm. And so I believe that we have a link on our website where somebody, if they want to donate, you know, monetary or supplies, they can click on that. Um, And then the volunteers, we're asking them to just email us at alohafreeclinic at gmail.com. And I check that email and respond if we're in need of a a certain provider that day or a pharmacist or a nurse. Um, you know, we, we pretty, we're pretty staffed for the rest of June, but going into July and August, we'll definitely need more people to help. So it would be great if we had other people in the community that reached out. Mm. Awesome. Uh, once again, Dr. Emily Brewer joining us here for Kumu Kokua. She's talking about the Aloha Free Clinic. Dr. Brewer, um, since we have you here and because you were kind of on the front lines and um, you were talking earlier about the COVID-19 thing and all this stuff keeps swirling around and... Uh, people keep asking me, Devin, how come you guys keep talking about this COVID thing? Like, we're okay, right? I'm like, well, no, not really. I mean, we're, we're better. We're better than some other states. But it's still important because it seems like I'm walk, watching more people walking around. No masks. No, no social distancing. No nothing. Which, and, it, which, if I may interject, concerns me, particularly since now we are just getting, you know, it was announced yesterday that now we're going to start opening up again yeah, to incoming yeah, tourism. Right. So now we have the specter of, you know, the possibility of more COVID-19 in our islands. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's human nature to kind of hop on a bandwagon and then jump off of it. <laughs> um, so, I, I, you know, I, I really just encourage everyone in the community to understand that it is still a presence and it's prevalent and it kills people. And I think that if everybody could just, you know, in Hawaii, we've been so lucky, you know, they, they I feel like the governor made some really good decisions about closing the airport and inter island travel and really requiring masks. And, you know, my family is in Texas where they've oh, had yeah. the highest. There's been a huge bump for yeah. you guys, yeah, for them I, rather. Exactly. And I work, I work you know, my parents are both in their 70s. My sister's doing the grocery shopping. But, you know, even there where they have such an increase in cases, people aren't wearing masks. They aren't acting like it's a mm. it's a real thing. And it it absolutely is. So I just really encourage the people in Hawaii, especially as we start to open inner island travel and the trans-Pacific travel, that they, especially the communities that are at risk, you know, the elderly population, the mm-hmm. younger, and actually, you know, really kind of anybody, mm-hmm. um, you know, just make sure that you're, you know, following the proper precautions wear your mask, use hand sanitizer, don't do something that's unnecessarily going to put you at risk. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's definitely a threat. And I think that we'll see more cases in Hawaii, unfortunately, as everything opens back up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to, just for our listeners who may not be aware of the numbers. So now the United States is up to 180,000. Oh, I'm sorry, 120. 5,000 cases of coronavirus. And you were talking about Texas. Texas and Florida announced that they had recorded 5,000 new COVID-19 cases in one day. California is at seven. California, which is like (laughs) kind of like our closest neighbor on the West Coast. 7,000 new cases in one day on Tuesday. So... 
Uh, Hawaii is absolutely doing something right. Yeah. If you compare those new case numbers mm-hmm. to our new case numbers, you mm-hmm. know, it seems almost insignificant. But I just really encourage people to understand that it's not insignificant. They come in contact with people in the community and, and they can get sick. So mm-hmm. just be careful. I was just reading a story, in fact, actually, uh, from Texas. Uh, they had a family party, like a surprise birthday party. Uh, 25 people showed up at this house because that was the minimum or the maximum mm-hmm. you could have. One person had COVID, gave it to seven different people in the family. Eesh. Those seven people gave it to another 10 people in the oh, family. Yeah. Um, one of them was a um, a breast cancer, um, not even a survivor. She's still fighting and actively doing uh, chemotherapy. And she was on the lanai or she was on the veranda because mm-hmm. she said, I, I don't want to get close to people, but she wanted to be there for the event. She caught it too. So it's like, you really have to think about it's not just necessarily for you it's for everyone else you're mm-hmm. really you know wearing that mask and following those safety precautions not just for you and the, your loved ones but for everyone else because just like you said one person then transitioned to all of these different people and those people you know have maybe have small children at home mm-hmm. or maybe have an elderly parent or grandparent that they're helping provide care for so really you're you're not just doing it for yourself you're doing mm-hmm. it for everyone mm-hmm. else yeah. plus Absolutely. that test is awful because they it, poke your brain <laughs> With that, with that swab and if you don't have to do that it's all good man you think there's nowhere else to go but it keeps I know, going I know and then they're, they're moving it around you're going squidgy oh. hey, uh, 94.7 Kumu I just wanted to clarify some numbers because earlier we were talking about the spread across the nation uh, in the United States we are now at 2.3 million cases with 100 the 120 something that I was thinking of is the number of deaths Oh. In the United oh, yeah, States. Yeah. So That's we're at 122,000. Yeah. yeah. So it is very major. And we're and it's very lucky uh, that we are where we are in mm-hmm. Hawaii. But mm-hmm. that is unfortunately why some people are getting complacent. Because yes. they're like, ah, we good. But not so much yeah. on the mainland. And that could easily happen here, I think. Lieutenant Governor, when he's been on our show, uh, on he's on our show every Friday. Oh. And uh, giving us the updates has emphasized that that could easily become us if we come complacent. Yeah. So And luckily, Esme and I, neither of us have medical uh, experience otherwise we'd be working in the clinic too. <laughs> this is an integral part of us as well as just getting the word out just, mm-hmm. just like I was saying earlier I thought we would be much busier and you know I, I don't know if it's just that we haven't been on the news enough or haven't been doing enough radio interviews or television things um, so we really at the end of August the last thing I want is to have a big chunk of money in our pocket because mm-hmm. we didn't spend it on the patients because we weren't able to get the word out and see enough people. Mm. So, you know, this is this is really a wonderful thing that you guys are doing. So thank you so uh, much. Not a problem. I think uh, one of the um, obstacles sometimes is that local people, <laughs> we, we really have a hard time accepting free stuff. And you like to well, give I mean, it, but unless you don't you're Costco it. getting the samples, then it's <laughs> then it's no holds barred. But I mean in terms of stuff like this, mm-hmm. they go, nah, 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 there's somebody who needs it more than I do. Mm-hmm. I mean I I know I'm having a hard time, but here you go. It's like that woman who gave mm-hmm. you the stimulus check, right? It's always they're thinking about the other person, which is awesome and which is why we, we love living here. But yeah, it's okay. That's what they're set up for. So please go and go and see Dr. Brewer and her uh, all, the, all the people working over there because they can they can help you out. Mm-hmm. Yes, please come see us. And it's free. <laughs> free. Like I know, uh, 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 Lieutenant Governor kept expressing to us, no, 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 really, 
It's free. Really? Really? People, people all go, of it oh, is come free. on. It's not this, that free thing with 99 cents or something. Like, no, no, no. It's free. It's Just, funny yeah. because some of the volunteers are like, well, can I order this lab and how much will it cost? I'm like, everybody, everything is free. <laughs> order whatever you want. We'll give them whatever I want. It's free. We need, we need Oprah. Like, you get a test and you get a test. Exactly. Uh, yay. Thanks <laughs> for that. 94.7 Kumu. We're here uh, in Kumu Kokua with Dr. Emily Brewer. Uh, Dr. Brewer, so... One more time. Could we get the information about where the clinic is and the hours and all that stuff? Yes, yes. So we are Monday through Friday. The hours of operation are from 9 to 12 and then 1 to 4. We take walk-ins, but appointments are preferred. You can make an appointment by visiting our website, alohafreeclinic.org, or emailing us at alohafreeclinic at gmail.com. We also have a phone number. It's 808-726-2600. And we are located at 2055 North King Street, Suite 101 in the Kalihi Medical Building. Okay. And once again, it's a free clinic. They will see you. They're only open until the uh, end End of of August, August, right? Mm -hmm. And and (laughs) they're not an ER. So if you've cut something and it's hanging off of you... (laughs) <laughs> don't go to the free clinic that's true go to the emergency room there yeah. you know what i mean there's yeah a, absolutely yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely yeah. and i think people you know just the two heart patients that we had to send to the er they were worried about the cost of the er mm. so they come to us um but you know if you're having shortness of breath if you're having chest pain if you have something hanging off of you that needs to be <laughs> cut or reattached to something yeah just you, you know, know really just i go, have, I have go kids to the ER. that's why so when you have little kids mm-hmm. that's what you worry about you worry about stuff like that so. exactly yeah yeah but okay. for everything else, come see us. Okay. <laughs> and it's free. <laughs> and did we say it was free? Yeah, we just yeah. wanted to, just way, wanted to emphasize that. I don't know if you guys knew this, but it's mm. free. Yeah. <laughs> That's why in the name of the clinic, there's the word free. free. Just, yes. just in case exactly. you weren't clear. Exactly. All right. <laughs> well, great. Thank you so much for spending so much time with us. Dr. Emily Brewer, Aloha Free Clinic. Uh, they're going to be open until the end of August. And uh, we'll put all the contact information up on our Kumu Facebook Thank and, you guys and, so much. And thank you for coming in. And uh, we're going to give you one of our special uh, Kumu hand sanitizers. Oh, uh, and, I'm, and so, I, so I'm not touching it. I'm just opening the package <laughs> and handing it to you. So, I feel so uh, you, special. Yeah. It's like thank how they do you. like the straws at Starbucks, right? They only yeah, take off part. Yeah, and then yeah, <laughs> I love all these and, presents that I'm getting Starbucks. It smells, and it smells really hand good, sanitizer. too. It smells really good. <laughs> I'm like not going to lie. I was... Uh, uh, it was a little hard for me to give this up. You can have it. No, 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 no. It's important. You're visiting us. It's important that you know. It's important that we give we give aloha since that's what you folks are doing. Oh yeah. So, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> Please stay safe. <laughs> thank you, Dr. Emily Brewer, Aloha Free Clinic. You've been listening to Kumu Kokua on 94.7 Kumu. It's Devin and Esme on the Rise and Drive on 94.7 Kumu.